When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Buenos tardes. And we are live from the Minnesota State Fair. We are on Underwood, right south of Randall. And we want to say thank you to our uh, daily sponsor, AAA Movie Movers, for bringing you today's State Fair broadcast. Yay. Now, some of the biggest news of the last 24 hours concerns one Ben Affleck. Indeed, we do. Yes. So, I don't know how you kind of encountered this, but Bradley, I was, you know, tooling around the internet like a, like a do. Um, actually, I think I got an alert on my phone, which that's, I love 2018 when you get alerts about Ben Affleck's uh, personal life um, as though it is breaking news and we need to know immediately. Um, but yesterday, uh, Jennifer Garner was spotted going into Ben Affleck's house and they left from the house and proceeded to a rehab facility. Um, and it has been confirmed that she staged an intervention, uh, that he was struggling again with his addiction, and that she uh, was able to, to talk to him about going to rehab. According to sources, it was an easy conversation to have. He knew he needed help. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that everybody's talking about today. Yeah, no, I actually just saw the, the headline, which I was like, oh, you guys, come on. Ben Affleck stops at Jack of the Box on his way to rehab because we needed to see that photo, right? That was the most titillating thing that people could figure out. Well, I guess, you know, the story of Ben Affleck going to rehab in and of itself is not enough news. So, you know, let's take a look at him going to rehab. I just thought that that was like the most relatable photo ever. Like, hey, before we go to rehab, can I just have one more swing through I just need a, uh, Jack a in the Box? Because I'm probably not going to have any good food for the next few weeks. Um, that is something I can totally relate to. However, in terms of his, you know, I the problem that I have with this whole story is that, yes, he has addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has mm-hmm. problems. Jennifer Garner is his wife. They have children. That can never be good, especially if you're in a public, um, you know, if, you're, if your life is out there on the covers of magazines, right. right? It has to be even harder because what you have to do, I imagine, is create a story about what's actually happening regardless of what's actually happening. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, because you have careers to pay attention to. So they need to craft a narrative, but with, you know, beh- behind the scenes, they actually have to like live their lives. And I'm telling you, nothing is as cut and clear cut and as uh, hunky-dory or as Hunky Dory is not the right word. As clear cut as it appears in a People magazine article, yeah, or like so this, easy. This story that like Jennifer Garner comes to the rescue to save, you know, hot mess Ben Affleck one more time. The guy who just can't grow up and stop 
dating Playboy models and drinking too much. Like, that is too easy of a story in my mind, which is why I have a problem when I see stories like this, because, you know, everybody's like, come on, Ben Affleck, just get your stuff together and look at your poor wife and your poor kids. Well, all of those things may very well may be true, because addiction affects tons of people connected to the person who's an addict, right? Mm -hmm. But nothing is ever as black and white or cut and dry as like, this person's good, this person's bad. And right. so when stories like this come out, I get a little like tense because I think there's a, pr there's a temptation to sort of, you know, boil it down to something very, um, very uh, black and white. Or like it fits the narrative. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I will, I will confess to totally projecting and, and falling into that trap because my reaction to it immediately was... I love that Jennifer Garner, who's in the middle of a divorce, or maybe not even in the middle of it, because you know they haven't moved on it at all. They're they're still legally married, but there she was being the one to go to him and have the hard conversation. Because at the end of the day, this is the father for children. I mean, it's impossible to see those images or the pictures or hear even just the report and not. Well, I mean, it's not impossible. Obviously, you can not project. But for me, it was, you know, I found myself projecting like, oh, I'm so thankful that, that they still have that kind of relationship and that she's looking out for the children. Because to your point, Bradley, addiction affects everybody uh, in, the, in the family. And so, you know, I saw it as a wonderful display of a woman who knows that she can't be in a relationship with him as husband and wife, but was looking out for her children and still cares about him from that perspective. See? I'm doing it. Like, I go all the way down the road. Yeah, and, and hey, we all bring our own experiences to these stories, which is why we love talking about pop culture on the radio, which is why you're sitting here in the audience at the State Fair listening to us talk about Ben Affleck. When you could be out there eating a cheese something. A cheese, a cheese something. something. I was going to say cheese There's dog. There's so much of the cheese no something There's no a cheese dog, and I would like one. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I bring my experience to stories like right. these. You bring your experiences to stories like these. And, and I don't think that, you know, either of us is right or wrong or anybody... Uh, when they read these stories, we all sort of can relate to the pieces that we can relate to. I just hate when I see like this cut and dry, like Attic is a horrible person mm -hmm. and a hot mess and can't do anything. And, you know, in this case, it would be Jennifer Garner yep. sort of riding in, on her white horse to save the day. And like, maybe she's the only one, like maybe she wants no part of this, right. but realizes that there is no other option, um, you know, and if she wants to have some semblance of a family, at some, but at some point, she may say, I want no part of this. And then, you know, there might be an attempt for people to want to demonize that behavior. So right. it's, it's, you're so right. What it's I'm so, saying is it's complicated. It is. It's far more complicated than, you know, a, um, you know, four paragraph story in People magazine can make it sound. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did say this earlier. I was like, where is Matt Damon? And the only, what I meant by that was, you know, we don't see, um, Ben Affleck surrounded by friends. We don't see him with like consistent relationships like he had once had such a close relationship with Matt Damon. So it isn't so unreasonable to believe that, you know, maybe Jennifer Garner is the one that is the closest that has seen kind of the big the, the big picture for the longest amount of time that she would be the one that could be well, dependable. And it might be a horrible mistake for her to get involved in Ben Affleck's addiction. That's another thing. Like well, yeah. another thing we don't know because I've had many people in my lives who, you know, they relapse for the umpteenth time and you've been there to sort of help them. Um, but then you end up, you know, hitting your own head against a wall and mm -hmm. trying to help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. Right. Now, in this case, it sounds like he does. And he knew that the writing was on the wall, at least mm -hmm. if you believe the reporting. So that's always a good thing. Like if you're struggling with something, you'd want to 
you'd want to um, address it. Right. And if you want to address it, that's half the battle. So, I, Yeah, I just, you know, listen, th- these are the parts of being a celebrity where my heart just sort of breaks for them because, you know, he's... He's having a private struggle publicly Mm -hmm. and leaving all of us to kind of fill in blanks. Or not, and they're making all this up just to, you know, get headlines. Because, you know why? (laughs) Okay, that's probably not happening. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. And everybody smokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, In any case, that is the big story of the day. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm very excited. Oh! Because when it's the state fair time at the Minnesota State Fair, when it's the state fair time. Yes, we cheat every single day. Usually, normally, when it's not the state fair, we only cheat on Fridays. But we do cheat day every day at the Minnesota State Fair. And our friends at the Blue Barn have made it possible for us to cheat every single day. And we are going to do just that. And not only that, we're not the only ones cheating. Everybody who's here in the audience gets you didn't to even cheat know. too with us. So. You're all cheating too. Lucky you. I hope you're not on diets. And if you are, you shouldn't be at the state fair anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be torture. No, but I'm sure there are people who are. So good job, you people. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, cheat day every day on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, every day out at the State Fair, we do something we usually only do once a week, and that is cheat on our normally very healthy diets. It is cheat day every day. Every day is a cheat day. It's true. That could be a song. Yeah, we have a song song, too. (laughs) I like that. We were kind of hoping for it. That's okay though. We will just we will just go on with our life. Hey, you guys. So cheat day Friday normally, as Colleen said. Today cheat day every day, and not just cheat day every day. Right at the same time, it's cheat day for all y'all. So everybody who's out here in our My Talk 1071 listening audience, the people at home are going to listen uh, and understand what they need to put on their list for things to eat here at the State Fair. But those of you who are in the audience actually get to taste it. And here to help us taste it is none other than the uh, the beloved Stephanie Shimp from Blue Plate. Not bloated. That's Bel- not yet. Well, we're all going to be bloated by the end of this experience. Stephanie Shimp. <laughs> from beloved. I know. That's better right now. Uh, from the Blue Barn, because you guys are providing us our cheat day experience all, all state fair this time. I feel so honored to be the number one cheat. Yes. Well, I feel so honored to be able to eat this. What did you bring today? So this is our nod to our Nordic roots here in Minnesota with the Swedish meatball smorgas. It is delicious What does a smorgas actually mean? I've heard of smorgasbord, which yes. seems like a buffet or some kind of... It's an open-faced sandwich. Oh, it's I did It's the Swedish open-faced sandwich. So you can see we're kind of split down the middle yeah. here. Um, I like to do it like the Swedish chef. Do we have any Swedish chef oh, music? Do we, we actually ever? do, Swedish but I don't know if it's smorgas- a big... Oh, here it is. Um, here we go. Perfect. Good. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, right, we're in Minnesota. We have all these Swedes and Norwegians and such, and I don't know if I'm one of them, but we've got the pork and meat, uh, pork and beef meatballs. Mm-hmm. Yum. The classic white cream sauce. Yep. A little bit of lingonberry. So that you're gonna try it, Colleen. Sweet. Yeah, I think you should try it, actually, Bradley. First, because okay. I got to try it oh, when so it was first it. announced. Yeah. And so I know how delicious it is. But t- keep telling what's pickle. on it. And dill pickle. So you have sweet, sour, savory. And it's mm. the, the King's Hawaiian roll. So it's a soft, squishy, Yum. 
kind of sweet roll. It's amazing, isn't it? So good. So I just love meatballs, but your meatballs are amazing. Yes, and I mean, you got nice meatballs. I've got nice meatballs. I like that. (laughs) The entire combination is so delicious. People are enjoying it in the audience. I see smiles. I see looks of satisfaction, and that makes me happy. Um, What else can people get at the Blue Barn? So this is our official new food, but we also have an unofficial bonus new food. Ooh. The bacon cheesy tots. Mm-hmm. So, so is that like a secret menu item? Well, sort of, but it's in plain print and oh, okay. there and stuff. Right. But, you know, <laughs> this the fair the fair blesses new foods every year. They're like, this is a new food. This is not a new food. This is a new food. This is not a new food. Well, the tots are not a new food, but they say, oh, go ahead and you know put them out there, sell them. They're selling like crazy. I mean, did you guys know that? Now, these are not Orida tater tots. These are Blue Barn homemade tots. But did you know that Minnesota is the number one consumer of tots in the country? Are you serious? I had no idea. I would assume that has something to do with our um, affection for hot dish, right? I think so. That would make sense. I think so. I, I will say, I do my part, so you're welcome. <laughs> well, you got to try these. These are, so in addition, so you guys, I know you love bacon. So it's the bacon and cheesy tots. Is it like crumple or crumpled? Well, crumbled bacon? Bacon top? and cheese inside. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And inside? then the sour cream. So we take bacon fat mm. and we infuse the sour cream with a little bit of bacon fat. Oh my God. And you're going to like it. Trust me. And then, yes, we crumble the little bacon bits on, on top. Okay. With well, the green we'll onions. be eating those later. So, so good. Yeah. Hopefully those will arrive someday. Do you still have your I chicken and waffle? Okay. And the classics, you know, we got the classics, the chicken and the waffle cone with a little malted milk ball, and we've got the blue cheese corn fritz. And I know that you um, also have a really great array of beers that are brewed at the Free House, at the Blue Plate restaurant. So which beers are we looking forward to this year? Our sister restaurant, uh, Free House, brewed Limelight for us, just for the fair. Mm Mm-hmm. And Limelight is a, a summer beer, a session beer. You can have more than one. It's refreshing. It's it's a little bit margarita-esque, mm. but not in that gimmicky stunt beer sort of way. Okay. It's a real beer. So it's, oh, right. it's a punch of lime, a touch of agave, and just a little bit of sea salt. All right. So really summery and refreshing. Awesome. And then we have our number five Eldorado super hoppy beer and our... Um, you know, we've got a couple other beers yep. from other people as well. You know, like you, we got to have like a Surly Furious sure. and stuff like that. Um, but the, the the Blue Barn beers are delish. And then we also have Frolay. Oh, Everybody my loves gosh. This for sure. Right. This is tell us what Frolay is. Frozen hard lemonade. So adults only strawberry lemonade with a malt beverage base and a little bit of mint simple syrup in there. So just a hint of mint oh. to freshen it up. And I have to say... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The location where you guys are is so fantastic. It's a great place to just go and hang. And now I can't even remember what they're calling that area. West End Market. West End Market. Um, if you guys haven't been over there yet uh, at the State Fair, it's I'll tell you, my husband and I, when we do our State Fair day, that's kind of like where we go to lay low. Yeah. And we'll just kind of pull up a you know, piece of grass and just sit there and watch the world go by. And it's just a nice, joyous area. It's chill. It's mm-hmm. it's family friendly. The the shopping is great over there. I love our little shops. And you've got Johnny Pops, and you've got um, the Nordic New Nordic Waffle is over there. You've got Lulu's, and um, who's the the salty tart lady usually mm-hmm. comes with her macaroons. It's perfect. It's just a nice area. Yeah. So if you guys are just joining us, we're out here live at the State Fair today with Stephanie Shimp doing our cheat day every day at the Minnesota State Fair. And we got to try the beautiful uh, meatball smorgas, open face sandwich. Um, Stephanie, you create a lot of really great food for the fair. When you're at the fair, what is the food that you're actually rushing to try again for the fir- either for the first time or... Or it's you like your old, old standard. Yeah. I'm pretty classic. I like my roasted corn. Mm-hmm. Even though we have homemade tots, I love the Tot Boss. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just love his avatar, like his little persona and his, like, yeah, on his t shirt. He looks like Mr. Clean, kind of. Um, I go for Big Fat Bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You gotta have Big Fat Bacon. Yes. A couple times. I also will always go over to French Meadow. They have some, I'm gluten free, so they usually have something gluten free. Um, this year they have earth wings. They're, it's deep, it's cauliflower, mm-hmm. kind of buffalo cauliflower. Oh, fun. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, and then my probably my bestie, bestie favorite is the produce exchange. You guys got to go. Those grilled okay, we're obsessed yes. with the grilled peach. Okay. So, and I just, that they used to be right next to us in the West End. That was my go to. And we'd go get the peaches and uh-huh. the watermelon soaked with kombucha. And we'd bring the peaches back to the blue barn and we'd throw on our homemade whipped cream. And, you know, sometimes I have some granola upstairs or something that I might be eating for breakfast. And I just love the peaches. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're the, the juice. You take a bite and that like that first bite, you have juice dripping down your wrist. Oh, and you know? who doesn't just crave it's hard a to delicious find, like, peach like that? Let's be real. Like, it's hard to find a peach that's in season and ripe. Like, I don't know how many times I've gone to the store and you're like, peaches, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And, and it's just never as good. And they're huge, too. They're to huge. Yeah. There's that and as she, well. they pick. They know how to pick their peaches, you know? They always give you one that's good to go and juicy and yummy. I it's think, true. Yeah, I got? think we're getting close to... Wait, where are... Well, yeah, where are we? That? Now yeah. we got to go. We, we are just about out Thank of Thank you for I helping us, Stephanie so Shim. This was delicious. Our cheat day experience. You didn't like that? You didn't like my moves? Bradley? Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show on my talk. Seven one. <laughs> that was a good way to change the subject. I was dancing. Bradley didn't like it. Uh, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and thank you to AAA Movers. They are yes. uh, bringing you today's State Fair broadcast. Uh, and at this time every day, we like to talk about celebrities who are behaving badly. We have a name for them. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
It's always so fun to hear that word out loud in yeah. front of an audience of people. At the State Fair. And watch douche them go, bag. did they just say what I think they said? We said douchebag. Stop saying that word. What? It's D-bag. Don't be such a D-bag. Stop it. Okay. My D-bag. Okay. We have many frequent flyers on the Colleen and Bradley show D-bag list. Yes. Do we not, Colleen? We absolutely do. And actually, I think we're going to hit two of them today. We're going to hit two. Don't say hit. Because okay, that sorry. makes us sound violent. No. We're uh, going to gently we're touch two slap, of them. Crown? Uh, cr- no, no. That's a bad word, too. <laughs> Can't use any dumb words anymore. Okay. Lena Dunham is my D-bag for today. What, pray tell, has Lena Dunham Dunham now? Okay, so what do I hate more than Lena Dunham? I mean, how much time do we have? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yes. Oh, I saw this story and so I immediately thought Bradley is going to lose it. I were to combine Quentin Tarantino and Lena Dunham in an experience together. That would be like your biggest the worst nightmare. of the worst. Mm-hmm. The biggest nightmare. Well, good news. I have another reason not to see Quentin Tarantino's latest film. Lena Dunham is set to play a man, a Charles Manson disciple in his new film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, this I'm is vaguely, actually, like I'm sorry, I was just no. going to say the, the, to make matters worse, not only do you not like Quentin Tarantino, not only do you not like Lena Dunham, you have been opposed to this movie since the beginning. No, I think you're thinking of something else. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't think it's this oh, movie okay. particularly, but um, I, I'll remember it. But I am opposed to Quentin Tarantino movies. I'm actually, I, I, what I was going to say is, I'm actually excited about this time period and this story because I would love to see a story about Quentin, or uh, excuse me, about the Charles Manson murders because I, like many people, have that fat, weird, morbid fascination with what happened and, of course, um, all of the you know people that were affected by that story. You've got Roman Polanski. You've got what's her name, Sharon Tate. You've got all sorts of fun, not fun. That's a horrible thing to say. All sorts of fascinating, gripping stories within that intersections. Of the umbrella. Beach Boys. Yeah. yeah, but I don't want Quentin Tarantino to do it because I feel like it's going to be a lot of gore. Like there needs to be gore with mm-hmm. the story in a way that it's just going to turn me off. That's generally my thing with him. Yeah. Is he's too violent. Yeah. Then throw into that that Lena Dunham is going to be playing a role in that movie gives me umpteen more reasons not to watch. I had this moment this morning when I saw that headline where I thought, wasn't Quentin Tarantino like somehow implicated in the Me Too movement? But then it occurred to me it he was he, he for two reasons. Well, one of them was uh, the. Um, now I can't remember the actress. Well, the one Uma of them, Thurman, yeah, on the set of Kill Bill, exactly. He came to her allegedly yeah. defense, right. Who was? Where was the other place where he was implicated? Because then I thought, Lena Dunham, this is out of step for you, right? Well, he, if I remember correctly, the story in Holly, because Holly's our resident, like she's like our archivist. Like, she, remembers she remembers everything things. that we don't, because we don't have time to remember things. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered to <laughs> use brain cells up for anything other than food. Food. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I didn't even have to remember that because I know, you just I said had it for it. me. It, if I remember correctly, the Quentin Tarantino story was that he actually... Oh, there's two pieces to that. Didn't he come to her defense, but he also had that weird 
put her in a vehicle thing? Yes, well, that was on the set of Kill Bill, and they were filming that movie, and he put Uma Thurman in danger by... I, I, can't, I don't remember all the details off the top of my head, but she wasn't safe yeah. when they were filming a stunt in that movie. And, and she said, I don't want to do it. And he said, get in there and do it. Yes. And she didn't. She ended up getting hurt. Right. And he had like fully apologized, I think, came out afterward and fully apologized and owned his behavior mm-hmm. somewhat, right? Uh, you know, that? I can't speak to that necessarily. But wasn't there also a piece, because I feel like in the trajectory of the story, and this is really fun for everybody listening, I'm sure, to try to piece together our brain cells. But if I remember correctly... That story sort of came after he had come out vocally in support of the Me Too movement. Or maybe I'm thinking of Jim Carrey. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point is, I don't want to see Lena Dunham Mm -mm. in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm -mm. Quentin Tarantino likes feet. Oh, ish. Ish. Why? Ishy. I don't understand feet. Ish. Well, People's I mean, obsession with feet. I'm thankful for them. I'm grateful for feet. Don't get me wrong. But you don't want to. You just don't want them all up, up in your business. No. Can I name my D-bag? Yeah, for sure. Another frequent flyer? Now that I've gone all over the it's place. It's fine. Does anybody want to guess who mine is today? No. It's Kim Kardashian. Oh, Again. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's like a shock. But this is, I mean, every day there's something dumb. Exactly. So today it's because Kim Kardashian has uh, let E! News know that she has lost 20 pounds. Oh, this story drives me up a And wall. she used to be... Wall. Mm, she used to be 140 pounds, right? Now she weighs 116 pounds, and she feels really good. But it's the way that she delivered the story, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. uh, that we talked about at the outset, where she did that sort of like, my mom pulled me in a room at one point and said, I don't know what you're doing, or Here I don't go. care what you're doing, but I need to know what you're doing because you look skinny. Okay, this is how it went. This is what she says to E! News. I work out about an hour and a half every single day with heavy weights. I don't even do a lot of cardio. And, like, honestly, even my mom pulled me aside, like, a week ago, and she pulled me into a closet, and she was like, what are you doing? I don't care what it is, but I just need to know. Yeah. Like, she was concerned that I was so beautifully skinny. See, I read that as Kris Jenner wanting to know Kim Kardashian's diet tips. You know, the part about this that really irritates me is the focus of it on weight. Because this is... There is no sense in... In, in her sharing the number it uh, it doesn't do anything positive for anybody no what all she's that doing is, is is a congratulations to it's herself one of those people who i mean look we all are self-absorbed to some degree right um everybody has their like blind spots mm-hmm. sure but this is one of those things where she's saying basically um she's couching or covering or blanketing her you know narcissism with like people have just been telling me how skinny I am and so here's what I've done and you know like like right. she's just trying to be use other people's concern as a way to talk about herself exactly yeah. exactly and again I think it's really damaging when you start throwing numbers around like that because that will become a goal of somebody and it will become an unhealthy goal for some and it's not it's just there's no sense in it nothing good comes of it yeah all right, I've said my piece. Do you have anything else you'd like well, to say about Well, I hope so, because we've got a few minutes left in our segment. Oh, do you want to say something about anything? Your mom? That's Actually, our t-shirt. Actually, your mom is our t-shirt. 
Do you know what that means? That means our t-shirt says, your mom. At the Minnesota State Fair. At the Minnesota State Fair. So go get your t-shirt if you haven't already. And you can't get these online. No. The only place that you can get these is the Minnesota State Fair. Exactly. And we won't send you one either. You have to come to the State Fair. Yeah, so don't send me an email and say, can you 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 order one and just send it? We can't do it. No can Mm -hmm. do. Oh, look at. Oh, Oh. oh, look who came to model it. with a beautiful modeling experience. It's Jason Matheson. Hi, Jason. Get your your mom shirts. Jason, I will buy one of yours if you buy one of mine. Are you going to buy one of our shirts? Yes. You are? Yes. I always buy one of yours. I mean, you kind of put him on the spot. If he said no, that would have been awkward. I don't get this one. May I ask? What? (gasps) Well, actually, okay. Do you want to know the truth? Can we real talk right now since nobody's listening? So real talk, we want it on our shirt nothing is real and everybody smokes because that's our philosophy courtesy of cat perkins whenever we hear a hollywood story we're like oh well nothing Nothing is is real real and and everybody smokes smokes. but they told us that maybe wasn't the best idea for a t-shirt so then we have a habit of saying a lot like okay we'll do an example okay hey brad yeah what's for lunch in the cafeteria today your mom oh Oh, I hey, get it. Wh- Jason, what are you doing after work today? Your mom. See, it you can't, so it, and it never Perfect. gets old. We do it for everything. I like that, Colleen. Thanks. I will purchase one of your t-shirts Thank for you. the low, low price of $20. That was a wow, hard Wow, that's sell. a steal. But, but wait, wait, there's, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> do they have other sizes, too? They do. They have extra, extra small, so for you, and then uh, other sizes. Oh, all of them. <laughs> all of the sizes. <laughs> all of the sizes for... All of it the comes people. in all the sizes. That's right. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, Jason. Thanks and for stopping by. What does your shirt by. say? Mine says "Hey girl, hey" like it has for six years. But what I love about your shirt, and you have to point this out, is that there's a date on it. So if you've become a collector of the "Hey girl, hey" shirt, much like the Santa Bear uh, at the old Marshall, Field, Marshall Fields and Dayton's, may it rest in peace. You get to have a commemorative one for this year. And there are several people that have collected all of them, and they wear them, and they show us pictures. So, yeah. I love it. Someday it's going to be like a quilt, a Hey Girl, Hey quilt. Yeah. And I, this year's my favorite. I love this year's. It's awesome. It's a cool design. So, Yay. you know what I'm going to go do now? What? Your mom. Oh, there you go. Good job. There you go. Good job. Yes. Thank you, Jason. (laughs) All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what are we doing? I forgot. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's going to be time for, oh, remember yesterday I had this brilliant idea if I do say so myself. Yes. I went so far as to trademark a new name for a. Did you actually trademark it? Yes. I mean, I Googled how to trademark it. Yeah. Okay. That works. That's close enough. So we're on our way. Sitcom. It's a convention for. Uh, it's a fan convention for sitcoms. It's going to be a thing. Trust me. A couple of years, you'll be going to sitcom and you'll be like, "Oh my god, I love it!" But in we're gonna, that yeah, vein, we're going to tell a little more about what the, the vision is for sitcom. Something we want at sitcom 2019. And I'm telling you, it's already happening. So I'll tell you what that is after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Well, yesterday, Bradley. Unveiled an intelligent new business idea. Yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire, you guys. Mm-hmm. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and yeah, yesterday, Bradley came to me and he said, I've got it. I've got the million dollar idea. And I said, may I please be the um, fun ambassador? Nope. I'm going to give you a job. Don't worry. Fabulous ambassador. It's called I just want it to be called the Fabulous Ambassador. It's a fan convention for sitcoms. Sitcom 2019, we're all, you're all going to come, right? And it's going to be a celebration of all things sitcom. We're going to have like, like the surviving Facts of Life cast members. Oddly, most of them still alive. Yeah. 
We'll get. We'll throw uh, Todd Bridges in from Different Strokes because he's all by himself. He's all, the only one alive. But Long Colleen, story. you had a brilliant idea of oh. something to add to sitcom. So yesterday Con. I had said I think one of I think what the crown jewel of sitcom could be is like maybe the centerpiece. Even in the middle of the convention center, there should each each year be a mock-up of an actual place that you have been to or that you would want to go to in a sitcom. For example, like you could do the living room for the Golden Girls, etc., right? And there have been pop-up shops like this all over the place. Well, there's another one, and I thought, oh my gosh, we need to contact them. I think they'd be on board. Quickie Mart has opened in Myrtle Beach. Quickie Mart, does everybody know what Quickie Mart is? Quickie Mart is the... um, like the 7-Eleven style store on The Simpsons. And if you go to this actual Quickie Mart, Run which by is... Run who, right? Yes. Does he own Quickie yep. Mart? Yep. And uh, if you go to this actual Quickie Mart that is open in Myrtle Beach, you can get a squishy... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman... Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which, Which is, is like, like a, a slushy. A burpee yep you can get a um no it's, a it's slurpee, not a burpee sorry. it's a slurpee um you can i believe you can get like duff beer there which is the fake beer that they i mean it's real to them duff the beer Simpsons. by the way isn't that like a real thing already like didn't somebody i feel like duff somebody beer? did yeah i yeah. think you're right um you can get the world famous donuts that they eat on the Lard simpsons Lad. you can buy all of that at the quickie mart and it's part of what's called the simpsons 4d experience um in Myrtle Beach. So I was thinking, but I was thinking about it and I was like, I've always, I, there's something silly about wanting to go to a cartoon location, I've, but I've always wanted to like shop at a Quickie Mart. Well, not just uh, the cartoon location, but you actually went to a real location that was inspired by a, a sitcom. I did. So they did a pop-up restaurant. First they did it in Chicago. I think then they moved it to another place as well, but it was called The Max. And my husband and I bought tickets to go to a dinner at the Max. And it literally was a pop-up restaurant that was based on the hangout on Saved by the Bell. So, and it was such a fun experience. And in fact, I think actually Ed Alonzo, who played Max on Saved by the Bell. Yeah. The guy who owned the hangout, who's a magician, he was there as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just like a full kind of immersed experience with Saved by the Bell. And it got me thinking, like, I think everybody has a place from a sitcom that they always wanted to go and hang out. Like for me, like Central Perk. Central Perk from Friends, of course. That's which a is, coffee shop. Which right? is another one that they did a pop-up coffee shop in New York of the Central Perk. Remember? 
at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport when they had a the cheers. The Larry Craig bathroom. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, that yeah. still stands. Actually, yeah. no, they you got can, rid of it. Oh, really? Oh, they did? oh my gosh. Oh. Well, they used to have an actual bar named Cheers, yes. and they had animatronic versions of Norm and Cliff Where sitting did they there. Have this? this was in the airport. I totally at forgot MSP? about that until you yes, said that. Like, MSP what, like, in like, the early nineties, yes. they had animatronic Norm. And like, uh, Cliff. what's that place called? Not um, like Chuck E. Cheese style with the animatronic. Um, and they would talk to each other. pizza where they would be like. Meh, 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 yeah, like meh. Circus Circus Pizza here. And that was, was a normal, local like, chain. Meh, meh. They would talk to each other That's and sit at the bar. Why did they get rid of that? Well, I mean, I'm guessing it didn't probably okay, so, succeed. So we've talked about Quickie Mart. <laughs> we've talked about uh, the Peach Pit. Yep. Oh, no, I we didn't just, even talk about the Peach Pit. That's another place oh, I'd sorry, love to go from 90210. 90210, the Peach Pit, right? where the kids all hung out. Yes. Do you have a place like that? I mean, really, obviously, for me, it's not so much like a store or a, uh, a place as it is the set. Like, I want to go on the set of the Golden Girls, yeah. or I want to go on the set of... Um, like who didn't always this is the thing that I always think of when I watch sitcoms again if you're just joining us we're going to have sitcom 2019 it's going to be a thing somewhere maybe a convention center here in Minneapolis we're going to celebrate our favorite sitcom bits and pieces but in the centerpiece there will be a, a mock-up of a set or a you know quickie mart experience but I do love I the way to, you talk about this it's going to happen because we're planning yeah. it yeah no it's going to happen you have to put it out in the universe That's true. or it won't happen you're right it'll come back now it better happen on my watch because no it better it happen in your wallet <laughs> and so it better be going into my wallet exactly. no, anyway um did you ever have this thought I, I used to do this on different strokes the cosby show mm-hmm. um when there was a second story mm-hmm. and they would go up the stairs, I'd always be like, I want to know where what, they like, go. Even in All in the Family, when, when Edith would come down the stairs, I'm like, what's their bedroom like? Now, sometimes you would see a little bit, depending on the show. Yeah. Um, but like different, I don't even remember on different strokes or I just always wondered like what's past that stairway. Right. Or, you know, you did always have that moment too where there were like, for example, I don't remember ever being in, this is going to sound gross. I don't remember ever being in Mr. Drummond's bedroom. There were just places of the house that you never saw. Yeah. No, I don't Like, you saw Arnold and... You saw their bedroom, but you didn't see any of the other places. Do you remember Mrs. Garrett? If I remember correctly, there was a spiral staircase in the kitchen, and I think it went up to either the kids' bedrooms or, like, Mrs. Garrett's bedroom, because, of course, you know... You never saw it, though. Yeah, but you never Alice? I don't think we ever saw Alice's bedroom. Well, and you know, like, this is... On the the Brady Bunch... Alice's no you don't yeah, do you I don't think you do but I always assumed that she lived off the kitchen yeah that's always right? where she came from because that was by the laundry and you know she's the maid yeah so. she is the maid near the family room but I don't know where that would have been no so I don't think Alice actually did have a room she probably slept in like um, the dog house because the dog, dog was dead after the, the first dog year died. right it's a true story um Holly, I'm sorry we're totally bogarting the conversation I meant to ask Holly if you had a place that you would like to travel I always wanted to go to the Full House set. Oh, for sure. The house in San Francisco. The painted ladies. Yeah, in the stained glass window with the parrot in the back. Although I did not like that show. Why? I don't know. Don't get me started. You didn't like Full House? No, I didn't. It wasn't a favorite, but I... But I loved the set. I didn't... I I usually watched it. It wasn't like a super favorite, though. You guys got to be careful, because John Stamos is going to be on the premises at some point. Oh, yeah. He might be listening to us right now. Can I also just say really quickly, you guys know that, like, for the Golden Girls, for example, it's not architecturally possible to recreate the house that the Golden Girls lived in. The way the sets were set up, the way the rooms are laid out, 
I mean, there's kind of an approximation, but there's no like it's it would just be like the most oddly shaped home. I mean, I think the same is true for just about Probably any a lot. like for example, the full house house could never have fit in the space that they actually had allowed. But that's what I thought about because on the exterior shot, it's a Victorian row house mm-hmm. in San Francisco and then they're all wedged into that tiny house. Where do they sleep? And if you have you been to the Painted Ladies in no, San Francisco? Uh-uh. So it's Alamo Square I think is the park and I um, was had a friend who lived literally across the street and when you walk through the park you're like, oh my god, there that's the full house. It is so tiny. Yeah. There is no way. And Uncle Jesse and Aunt, and Aunt Becky lived up in the attic and Remember, they made a whole apartment up there. I don't think there was one. I mean, I don't think well, there was any like floors. Kind the Brady Bunch when Greg lived in the attic. Right. There's no attic in the Brady Bunch house. There's I mean, we're just solving mysteries here. Yeah. Or creating This was more. far more fun for us, probably. But you know what? It's our show. It's our show. Well, <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk to our friend Kelsey. Kelsey is currently vacationing in Hawaii. Imagine if you were vacationing in Hawaii right now and you learned that a hurricane was getting ready to make land. We're going to hear how's that, how that's going for her after this on My Talk 1071.